Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Oh, hello, welcome. It's a podcast, ain't it, I suspect. Welcome back to Transplaining, the podcast which is all about questions big and small. I'm Jordan Gray, and as ever, I'm going to be in the company of two very special guests uh, for the next 45 minutes or so right here in the Transplaining Fish Tank. One of them is about to come on armed with a big question and a small question for us to ponder. The other guest, why, is only bloody Matt Price. is in here right now. is going to help me transplain lose questions. Matt Price, welcome to the podcast. Hello, Jordan. Thank you very much for having me, and I'm... Really, very happy to be here. The last time we met was at a tricky gig in Essex. I'm so glad you brought that up. First of all, you're lovely. I really like you. You're nice. You're such Straight a lovely back person at to you. be around. Straight back at you. Um, what happened at this wonderful gig? We, we uh, were performing at a gig run by our mutual friend, Ross McGrain, at yeah. a place called The Temple in Southend. I remember dying on my ass, and I was the third of three people. We died consecutively on our ass. You were headlining the evening. I suspect you're probably quite self-effacing of a person. I would say you destroyed that gig in the most, in the most wonderful way. But what you also did, you got the audience almost, I remember them being up on their feet. I think it was more, in practically, they were just really having a great time. But in my mind, they were going mad. And simultaneously, you were telling them off for how they treated us. So we're at the back going, it's, it's for everyone. You speak to the whole room. It was wonderful. Ah, but you made me fearless. Like, if you remember, no, seriously, you did because you went out and just did your thing. And I don't know how you feel about this, but sometimes you see other people perform and you kind of think, oh, I'm going to do that. Oh, right. Okay. Does that make sense? I, you know, I do, whoever it yeah. is, you're just like, because I just, because I was afraid, to be honest. <laughs> it was terrifying. It was so scary. It was one of those gigs where the, a, mo- a majority of the audience is one group of people that have come together. So if you haven't got that group, I yeah. guess it's the big middle table. You were going to them, I'm paraphrasing because you're really funny and this is what I'm going to say isn't funny, but you're going to them, you're, you're so stupid. They're some of the best people in the country and they're going, you're right, we're dickheads. <laughs> you're so funny. And we're at the back going, thank you, Matt. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was I, a beautiful moment. Do you know you said I'm self-effacing? I am, but I'm taking that. Thank you. Yeah, it was great. I, I love it. I yeah. love that. But I just remember because it was a it was a, a meetup group, and the yeah. guy Nigel or whatever he was called. No <laughs> disrespect. Almost to, definitely called Nigel. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Sorry if there's any Nigels listening, but you know you are of a particular uh, mindset. Yeah. And he just he knew everything. Answering with the rhetorical questions of comedians, just as a PSA to people, comedy fans out there, we don't want you really to answer. The questions we're opening up to the room. It doesn't really help the conversation move along. Okay. Um, also, quick note to the producer. Can we check if there's any Nigels listening? Have we got that data? Can we check? The, we just make sure we get that. Matt, Price, I'm going to say some things about you to you now, if that's all right, because I've got on this piece of paper. Of course. Yeah, please. <laughs> that's fine. You can add lib if you like. That could get awkward, couldn't it? Nah, I'm just going to stick rigidly to this with okay. dispassionately. Just cool. going to read these words. All right. Cornish comedian, says here. Abs- absolutely. Yeah, Good. I'm ninth best Cornish comedian. <laughs> Ah, see, I told you you were self-effacing because it says number one Cornish comedian. Yeah? There's Cornish only eight comedian. of us. So. <laughs> Cornish comedian Matt Price has performed all over the world during his 20-year stand-up career from Cambodia to Moscow. That's a nice mix. 
when you've been to two places that really roll off the tongue when you say them in succession. Absolutely. I was going to say to Penzance as well, but that is too self-effacing. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm going to actually, I want to get something from this experience and I'm going to leave here today. Bolstered. Bolstered. I love that word. That could be next year's show, Bolstered. You coming out, next show, Matt Price, Peacock, and it's you with loads of fig feathers all happy, just, yeah. Do you know that. what? You've heard it here first. I might take you up on that. I might actually do that, you know. Comedy Do you reckon I could do that? Sorry, Joe. I'm asking you for advice now. This is what this whole podcast is all about. It actually genuinely is. I was riffing there, but this is a genuine show where we transplain. Let me transplain your career to you, Matt. What I'd say <laughs> is because once people have got an idea of who you are, you know, it, that's a burden to carry, but it's also nice to lean into. You coming out with, <laughs> with an incredibly ostentatious display would be really funny because, you're, you're, you know, so sweet and kind and, and gentle and then the comedy is a surprise when you go to darker places because you've got such a friendly presence for you to come out for you to come out and be like me and get all mad and bloody i'm right in your face that'd be really funny do you know what i wouldn't mind giving that a go i can't sing i can't dance oh. i can't play any instruments but i could probably have a bit of attitude a little bit of attitude with a bit of coaching i reckon it's going to come out before the end of this you probably minutes. haven't got much time to actually give me any coaching but i would take some advice we've got 45 minutes you're going to be you're going to kick that door down on your way out you're going to be so excited i wouldn't do you know i don't earn enough to be able to pay for that door but i'm tempted to do it anyway it's an expensive place for you and it's quite a nicely furnished place and there's two doors as well so actually if anything that's a fool's errand you'll kick one and the other one will stay up that's like that. great um you're going to be taking your new show as seen on cctv to just the tonic at the caves for the month of august which of course we know to be the edinburgh fringe so already what i've read here is in contrary to my pitch which was peacock this show is called as seen on cctv why is it called that Okay, it, like a lot of Edinburgh shows, yeah. it doesn't sound as good as it actually is. Does that make sense? <laughs> I, that... I agree with you. I know. I don't agree. I know what you mean. It sounds funny because it sounds like you've worked backwards from a pun. Is that correct? That's what I do. Well, I I, I, I tell you what it was. Yeah. It, it's the thing that I've never been on television. Not that I'm complaining. Why would I ever get on television? I've never asked. You know, I've never been asked. So that's I can't all you complain. need to do. Just ask. Ask yeah, someone. Just stroll on up. in. Say, I'd love to be on what what you got going on this I've morning. Had, I've had I had one bloke say to me, and it's always a it's always a bloke of a certain job. Probably another Nigel. Sorry. Um, <laughs> for, just say to me, the, the switchboards are lighting up. It's yeah. the Nigel switchboards. It's on fire. Sorry. I, sorry I, feel, I feel so bad. Sorry to all the Nigels of the world. But he said, "Look at me. Look at me." And I had to look at him. Then I'm like, "Okay, I'll look at you." Right. Um, I'm a pork scratching salesman. Um, you need to sell yourself better. That's what you need to do. Phone up Michael McIntyre at the BBC. Say to him, Michael, I look at me, Michael. He's fond of looking at people, sure. conversating for something. <laughs> he goes, I, Michael, you need to put me on your show. I yeah. will do it for nothing. And if I'm rubbish, <laughs> I'll never contact you again. And I said, well, how do I get right. the number? If you want it badly enough, don't take no for an answer. Nigel, that particular Nigel is going to do a show next year called Peacock. Right. But I've yeah. got no doubt about it. Yeah. Serious. I'll be big, but but it's not as simple as that, is it? If you take the the skills needed to flog pork scratchings, it probably seems quite simple. That's how you do it. If if you were a pork scratching salesman that wanted to go on television, that's all you have to offer is no for an answer. It's not what else is you bringing to the table with all the love, all the Nigel pork scratching selling Nigels out there. But you are a wonderful comedian. You you sell. We've, you don't need to sell yourself. We've slayed a few sacred cows today. Already. <laughs> Such an iconoclastic show this is. Isn't taking that, them down. Did you think it was going to be pork scratchings and Nigels? Definitely Nigels. Oh, yeah, that's what I come here for. I Take Nigels. I don't down. like them, I'm sorry. <laughs> you also presented a podcast called Conversations with Criminals in which you spoke to wrongans about why they have turned to a life of crime, still available wherever you get your podcasts. Um, we spoke briefly about this, but that's an exciting thing to do with your life. It is, absolutely. Yeah. It was, and I'm about to stop doing it because yeah. someone threatened to kill me. 
And it was on CCTV. That's why the show's called Us on CCTV. Sorry to yeah. no, no, dig not, over that grave, but it sounds like you're going to be talking about it for a bit at Edinburgh. I, I might mention it. To <laughs> yeah. be, absolutely no names whatsoever. No one than Nigel, was it? And it probably was a night, but was. to be honest with you, I don't think anyone in the criminal underworld is going to command that much respect if they're called Nigel. No, no you no, need a moniker of some sort. There's no serial killers called Nigel. Are there any great Oddly singers though, called Nigel? That's weird to think that there's no serial killers called Nigel because that is what I think about more <laughs> of a Nigel. There's some darkness to a Nigel. Oh, there's huge amounts of darkness and frustration to a Nigel. Don't get me started on Clive's. That's a, another podcast. It's an independent <laughs> thing altogether. Right. Yeah, so so they did. So, yeah, it was interesting. I would go to someone's backyard with a tape recorder because I didn't have a studio or any particular connections. And um, I would sit down and say, so what's it like to be a criminal? And they would tell me. And then eventually my luck ran out. Right, right, and right. Someone said, I'm going to kill you. Sorry to hear about that. It's not nice when people say they're going to kill you. I've had a little bit of experience with that. In between the old, after I performed on a television show called Friday Night Live. I saw it uh, and it was great. Thank you. It's very nice. I can imagine that people some, some sort of de death threat type things, but it's nice to have someone's bond with that over that experience. Weird when someone wants you to be killed well, <laughs> at their hand. It is, isn't it? And I mean, yeah. it. it um, and I'm sat here being quite flippant about it and I'm smiling because you're smiling. Yeah. You're making me laugh. Yeah. But obviously, it's a very serious thing. Don't go around threatening to kill people. Don't, it's horrible. It's not nice to receive or to do. Don't say and you're going to kill someone. And it must be so weird as well to get that kind, to have such a great performance and clearly the audience loved it and then to get loads and loads of people loving it and then... To have someone say they're going to kill you. It's like cognitive dissonance out out the roof. It's because yeah. you go, I thought that was all right. I don't think it was death worthy. <laughs> no, well, was quite, but, but then when is death worthy? When when, 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 when do you reach a point in your life where it's all right to say, I'm going to kill you? Probably never. Almost certainly never. Well, maybe before the end of the show, we'll discover. I've seen someone on a screen that would be a nice person to talk to. Matt Price, I suspect a good thing now to do would be to bring in our special guest, Lou Sanders. Thank you for being on our podcast. Yes, yes, yes. Thanks for having me. Is everyone good? Yeah, good. Hello. Matt Price, have you met Hello. Lou Sanders before? Yes, I have. I remember. You might not remember me quite so Oh, I see. Old friends, is it? Inside jokes, yes. is it? Yes. Well, we've gigged together a few times, put it that way. Yeah. Wales and beyond. <clears throat> and beyond. How very mysterious. Lou. I'm going to say some things about you very, very quickly to you in the square, what you are in. Lou is a comedian, podcaster and author whose memoir, What's the Lady Doing? comes out in August. That's exciting. Got a book? Yeah, got a book. What's that lady What's doing? What's that lady doing? Calling it. What's that lady doing? Full starts and happy endings. You present the hugely successful podcast, Cuddle Club. Uh, Yeah, it's just a way of me sort of asking very personal questions to people. It's quite distinct from a serial killer-based podcast. Conversation with criminals. Yeah. It doesn't exist anymore and half the episodes have been removed because of legal reasons, threats of violence. <gasps> Two oh very, very goodness. different things. Not something I suspect... Threats of violence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to have my first Cuddle Club threat of violence. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like it would be a quite niche threat, wouldn't it, for yeah. Cuddle Club? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should do a crossover, Matt. Uh, cuddle... Um, Cuddle, cuddle killers. Cuddle killers. I <laughs> Nigel, Nigel the Cuddler Johnson. Yeah, just cuddled them just a little bit too hard. Uh, you are a regular on our television screens and you won Series 8 of Taskmaster. Of course you did. Wow. That's nice. Did you enjoy yourself? Yeah. You hear all sorts of stories about Taskmaster, but majority oh, of them very positive. I had a lovely time. If yeah. you can't have a nice time there, God help you, I say. Lou Sanders. The whole premise of this show is that you bring us one big question and one small question. And between myself and Matt Price, we're going to attempt to answer those questions. Would you like to chuck out your big question and we'll kick things off? 
Oh, what? Uh, could you remind me what it is? Of course I can. You. It's written on this piece of paper. Perhaps, Matt, you'd like to remind Lou of the question. Is that I a big one there in capital like letters? I would like to be reminded myself, actually. <laughs> um, uh, why don't we learn from history? Why don't we learn from history? And I'd love to hear what you two think. Well, Lou Sanders, why is that question on your mind would be my first, my first question mm. to you. Well, it's quite depressing keep going round again, isn't it? And just sort of... <laughs> so, another war, is it? Lovely. I think it's like the problem is psychopaths, kids that weren't loved enough. So why why don't we do something about that? Why isn't there sort of healing in schools or something? Or I don't know. Okay, so it's particularly about the churning out of the next generation of unsavoury people. Well, it's not, but it's like all most wars are started by one psychopath ruining it for everyone else. So why don't we sort of think, oh, okay, that's been going on a while. Let's get these psychopaths when they're young or like if they haven't got a happy home life. Oh, I'm starting to answer the question here and I do think it's up to you. To no, you know what? Question, that, what, what, what I found about this podcast, what a regular occurrence, is much like therapy. People already know the answer. They just need you to say, and how does that make you feel? Why don't we learn from the events of history? Right. Definitely. I'm learning that it's, it's usually about. Yes, you're right. It's usually a, a quite a greedy person that has no shame in, in acquiring the greed and the things that they want. Those tend to come along quite a lot. What I've noticed as well is that they tend to be quite cartoonish, those people, like Hitler and such. They're quite cartoonish characters. And and while they're coming up, they seem quite funny and jolly and we ignore how awful they are. I've never found a dictator to be cartoonish, funny or jolly. So I, I suppose mean... in their actions they're quite awful. But, but <laughs> aesthetically speaking, they look quite silly, don't they? Maybe that's projected afterwards because we're like, oh, well, let's turn them into a joke. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe we turn them into a joke to make ourselves feel better and really we shouldn't. Mm. I, I just think every generation believes that they can change the world and that they're wrong and that you can't... A boxing trainer, I was terrible at boxing, by the way, once said to me, and this is true in my world anyway, you can't teach experience, you can only experience experience. So you can tell people... Oh, yeah. yeah. You, you can tell people, oh. look look at the mistakes we've made. Oh, well, we're not going to make the same mistakes as you. You know, it's, it's going to be a war, but it'll be a quick one. I'm a different type of dictator. Right, so you you simply can't pass on the information that something's going to go on forever because every generation thinks that they're the one to break that chain. Absolutely. And by assuming that, they are falling into the pattern of repeating history. Lou Sanders, does that sound anywhere close to an explanation? That Probably not a satisfying one because it's quite but, bleak. Well, yeah, I suppose, I suppose it means I don't have to do anything. So yeah. That's quite good. Yeah, yeah. Just, let's all just keep <laughs> assuming that we're doing the right thing. Repeating from the events, I do a silly little bit in my show where I, I lead people to believe I'm going to say something very clever and then I say we should learn from the events of history, specifically the events of the Tiger King documentary series. Because it was like something that... There's things in life that they seem dated to us now. I just don't know why we're not still talking about them because they were such a ridiculous, like, huge thing. Do you understand? Am I, am I rambling? Maybe I just yeah. love the Tiger King so much. It's like that happened at a period of time in history we, we all sort of oh it's, it's actually you know what it's let's bring it back around wasn't um wasn't joe exotic the, the the main guy from the tiger king the the tiger king himself wasn't he seeking a pardon from donald trump to get out of jail oh, at the yeah, end of his experience that rings the bell. and it became yeah. such a cartoonish affair indistinguishable from politics please go on do you know what i've taken from the tiger king is that if you have got a show going out it's better to have it in a pandemic so if you've got a sitcom or something going out you better hope that everyone's locked away again much like the tigers in his cages a captive audience is what he needed thank you that's a lovely link yeah is it <laughs> that was lovely actually yeah didn't get a lot from Matt Byerbridge. Oh, no, no, it, it's, <laughs> you know it's a good link. It's a good favorite. link. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to think about history. <laughs> yeah. That was all, and how bleak it all is, yeah. really. Yeah. I, 
Matt is this a wonderful mix, if I may say, of incredibly charming and friendly and discerning. So it's a lovely mix. Yeah, so if Matt like, enjoys something, I'm I like, like that, that was that must have been great. Because Matt's you've Matt, seen everything. Matt's seen all the comedy there is. Well, also Matt's stand up is absolutely oh, yeah. brilliant. So good. Can I put so that on good. the poster? Yeah, pop it on. Thank pop you. it on for all it's worth. How yeah. are you gonna um how are you gonna what's the word? Transcribe yeah. the uh, the chef's kiss. Little emoji. Yeah. Oh, you just, I guess, chef's kiss. Yeah. Yeah, because I didn't know what that was until you said it. So yeah, I didn't know. So that's a recent thing, isn't yeah. it? That's, I learn that, a lot from emojis. Yeah, when you just scroll over one of those pictures and it tells you what it is. Well, I didn't know. Like that. this one, this is an audio medium, but let's point to camera at least. You know this one, that that thing that looks like yeah. a, a praying? It's a high five. It's supposed no. to be a high five. This whole time, I send it as... Bless you, yeah, peace, peace to you. Nothing. It's supposed yeah. to be a little high five. Who high fives at a perfectly perpendicular angle like that? Well, no, I will from now on. Do you want to learn from the events of history? High well, five people properly. Is that yeah. really a high five? Well, it's what it says. If you scroll, scroll over it, it comes wow. up in the code as that's supposed to be a high five. I didn't know that. That's amazing. Yeah. It, it's very interesting. It is amazing, Matt. Thank you for saying Actually, it. Actually, it is ever, amazing. It is amazing. We can edit that bit out. It's not just interesting. It's amazing. <laughs> well, I was looking for an emoji the other day, and can you believe they don't have one for rimming? It's so bizarre, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> but, but what's wonderful about emojis, of course, much like hieroglyphics, you can combine two and you get quite close. To what you want, because there's a little, there's a little one of those, and the little a okay tongue sign. And a donut. There yeah. we go. There yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. The Obviously, in real time. I wasn't actually looking for that emoji, but you know. If you ask a question on this show, Lou, you get an answer. That's the thing about this show. We provide you a transplantation. <laughs> this is a very odd question to put on the spot, Matt. Have you ever found yourself falling short of a conversation because you simply couldn't find the right emoji? Has that ever really been a problem to you? I'm not really an emoji kind of guy, no. but I'm going to be from now on. I'm everywhere I go. In fact, I'm on stage in Reading tonight. I'm going to walk out and go like that. Like that, yeah. Just, yeah. A, just, just whatever. <laughs> it's, a, it's a new style for me, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> Educate people. Thank um, you. That's a big question I feel quite sufficiently transplained, unless there's something still, you know, in the back of your mind regarding the events no, of history. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to world peace. Thank yeah, you. I think we've solved it. It's one of those ones you yeah. thought was going to take a lot longer, but actually the <laughs> yeah. answer is it's fine because it's just going to keep happening. I think what we do now is move on uh, to a wonderful selection of listener questions. These are sent oh. in by listeners of the podcast. Oh, it's cute we're letting them have a go, isn't it? A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Time now for some audience questions then, starting with <laughs> Baza from Norwich. Is it really better to have lost in love than never to have loved at all? That is a misquote from Baza, but we'll go with it. You know what we know what Baza's talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Baza's in pain. <laughs> yeah, Baza's in pain. pain. He is. I'm sorry, Baz, for laughing at you, but it's quite a funny predicament. It's hell, isn't it? Getting over um, it love is. is hell. Yeah, not nice thing, because you've put all that out in, into the... You've invested in a person, haven't you? Sort of makes you want to shut yeah. yourself off emotionally. 
I'm married though, yes. and I, I'm quite enjoying it. I'm going to keep pouring that's into nice. that well. I've decided now. All give her all the love. Doesn't matter if she. I don't, oh, yeah. please, that's lovely. Yeah. yeah. But that—that's that, what you say to someone when they're heartbroken, though, isn't it? Better than better to have loved than not. Basically, you're right. It's it, better to have not been dumped, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because yeah. if you're in love, this would be a really weird piece of advice to give someone. If you're in the middle of a relationship and they say, yeah. it's better to have loved yeah, and yeah, lost. Yeah. Like, um, what? I'm happy. I think it depends on the time frame. It, yeah, absolutely. So it's got to, but you've got to have loved for longer than you've lost. felt heartbroken for. Yeah, you can't like go out with someone for six months and then take two years to get over them. That's not worth it. But if you go out with someone for two years and you're heartbroken six months, that's not bad. That's some good ratio. <laughs> and sometimes it's just your pride that's hurting anyway. Yeah, like it's, it's nothing to do with love. It's just you know, just speak as a sort of a you know blokey bloke. It's like oh, gee, it's my ego. Yeah, not yeah. nice. Not nice to be knocked back. Wants to go out with somebody else, whoever it is, you know. So it's nothing to do with love, is it? It's just you've actually trampled on my ego and my heart, put it through a mince meter, and now someone's telling me, oh, you know, yeah. don't worry. Sure. And well, then sometimes it, you miss the thing yeah. like that they gave you, but 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 it's not that much to do with that person. It's what you projected onto them, or it's what they've kind of given you no you're right absolutely yeah some people you sort of we're functions to each other until we meet the right person and then we project onto them sort of a you know a big life plan but it's we? a way of doing it though isn't it you know someone's is just banging on about whoever it is who's broken the heart just to say that rather than just shut up <laughs> you know because that's just heartless i think Baza can take it i think Baza from norwich sounds like quite a steel he's steeled his mind you know he's, he's stolen his emotions i think but we can let's tell give him some positivity because mm. i think it's better to have loved and lost because the amount you learn when you're in a relationship it's like amazing and then the amount you learn in heartbreak is also amazing so you've got to have these experiences we're not on this earth to not experience things so you have to experience it in all its bloody gory and of course it is better to have loved and lost because people everyone's going to die but it, to have let me check my notes there. Just, sorry, no, yep, you're right. Sorry, I just needed to check. We are all going to die. Yeah, just, I've got that on the. Yep, please. Go yeah, ahead. so like everyone's going to die. So what would you rather not have any family or friends just because then it doesn't hurt when they die? So it's definitely better to have loved and lost. I tell you who would certainly agree would be the late great Leonard Cohen because I heard that every single verse of Hallelujah was about a different person that he deliberately <sighs> became emotionally engaged with. Wow. Only to break up with them. For the deliberate attempt to uh, feel something. How ineloquently oh. put was that? For, for talking about Leonard Cohen and I suddenly turned into a brick. Like, ah. it, was, it was an emotional thing. He put himself through it over and over and over again for every well, verse. Yeah, I but that's an idiot because he put other people through it again and again and again. Uh, ah, you're brats. so right. Yeah. An oh, idiot he put himself artist. through it. He's projecting that onto someone else. Oh, my God. So, Barry, it's all right to have loved and lost. It's good, in fact, unless you're planning to launch a music career off the back of your experiences, in which case it's a very selfish thing to do. Mm. But Jen Jeff Buckley did a beautiful cover of that song, so I think it was all worth it in the can, end. Can I ask you, though, about that song? Because I think it's a fantastic song, yeah. but people have murdered it as well, haven't they? Overdone. A bit overdone, isn't it? Overproduced, the old hallelujah. What do you reckon, Lou? Well, I reckon, imagine if you were like... <laughs> Imagine if if he was like this song's about you and you're like oh great and he's like only the second verse the third verse is about <laughs> Melanie yeah. he'd be so pissed off <laughs> oh he's like a modern day who's that uh, for a drink on Tuesday he's oh, that yeah yeah, yeah 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 modern day Craig David or yeah. Lou Bega yeah Baza it's absolutely fine I hope that you are either in love or not but okay with it. Great question, Baz. Great, well great question, Baz. From from Matt Sal Richards, is there anyone? <laughs> 
Is there anyone you'd rather be? I'm going to assume that's not directed at me specifically. That's for all of us. Is there anyone that you'd rather be than you? Well, I, I can sort of answer this if you like. It, 10 years ago, or actually maybe a bit longer, 20 years ago, sure. I would have rather been anybody but me. Right Aww. now, today, I have less going on. I take life a lot less seriously. I was walking earlier on. I came from Sheffield last yeah. night. So I've been walking around. It's a lovely area That's a here, long walk. Right? And I saw a bloke with a sandwich yeah. and I was hungry. And I, <laughs> Wait. and I just wanted to be him. Oh, so I could like, that's... you know, like Quantum Leap, I would have leapt into his body for a split second just yep. to eat his cheese sandwich because it looked really nice and then leapt, leapt back out again. Sure. I know, I know it seems trivial, but when you're hungry, you can't help getting sandwich envy and it looked very nice. Yeah. Not at all. I, th I thought that story was going to take a much more nefarious turn. Oh, really? I, I saw a sandwich, Where did you think I it took was his going? sandwich and I just went with it. I thought, no, that's not Matt. That's not the Matt I know. Would oh, you no, nick a sandwich? Did. But you would project yourself into someone else's body to eat it, which is quite sweet, really. And then presumably he's in your body watching you eat his sandwich. Like, oh. Absolutely. And some, yeah. sometimes you look at other people and you think, I'd like to be more like that. Yeah. And it can be anyone. And that's great. That's no, nice. You know, I kind of like that. You've got a good baseline, but it'd be nice to quantum leap around a little bit. Lou, yeah. what about you? You happy? Uh, no, I'm always getting envious of other people. Yeah. But then you remember that actually no one's got the full deal going on. I get envious of different traits of everyone, but I don't think I'd change who I was. You can't really. Stu that's stupid. Sal Richards, what a stupid question. Don't, oh, my God, don't it's so stupid. Ever, You're joking ever me. Right into this show again. Sal Richards, thank oh, you for your question. No, no, no. I think Sky Brown's pretty cool, though. If if I could if I could be Sky Brown, I'd quite like that because also she's got so much life ahead of her. I'm not going to assume oh anything God. here, but Matt, are you familiar with Sky Brown? Because I would like Sue, Sky Brown explaining to me. as a I interview. would as well. I was wondering if Sal was maybe going out with Banza, but I won't get into it. <laughs> oh, OK. Oh, Sky... This Sky Brown, Brown yeah. is a thirty, like a twelve-year-old girl or something, and she is a skateboard oh. champion, and she like just spends her life surfing, skateboarding, and she's like really gnarly, but she's so sweet oh. as well. She's like this adorable sort of kid who's like really gnarly. And imagine if that was your life, just doing that, like being paid to like muck about. And as you say, a whole life ahead of her to mm. be gnarly and be gnarlier. In fact, yeah. the gnarliest perhaps yeah, one yeah, day. Yeah. I was so close yeah. to her life. Pete, to be a, skate, a skateboarder. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah, skate, yeah. skateboarding. Yeah, you looked yeah. at your bag like you were going to pull out a skateboard. You was like, yeah. If I had my, yeah, bag, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I had my bag, I could show you on my laptop footage of me hopping up and down a skateboard and skipping when I was 17 years old. Wow. It was only shyness that stopped me from going to the World Freestyle Skateboarding <gasps> Championships. I, no, right, no, um, no, 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 no. Yeah. I, right, I'm, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry to do this. Life. I'm so sorry. Because we, we only have only really met each other a few times. Yeah. I need to know if you're being serious. <laughs> I need to know if this is a true story or if this yeah, is one of those long forms. Well, yeah. Really? Do you know what Lou's, I'm going to... Lou knows you better. You know at the start of the uh, podcast, no, well, yeah. you said I could embrace my inner diva. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I could just like storm out of the studio, kicking the yeah. door down. I'll go and get mm -hmm. my laptop and I don't care what anybody thinks about <laughs> it. Does. I'm yeah. so and glad that it's a true story, but also I would have been equally enjoyed it if this was a, like a long form no, sort no. of dry, David. No, <laughs> no, sort of no, no, it's not meant to be dry. The, the, this is me at my oh, happiest. Oh, I love it. And, and it's the truth. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I, I could show you. I've got it on my laptop. Could you um, name for us? I believe you, by the way. This isn't that now more proof. Name us a couple of skateboard tricks, just so I know. Yeah, I could do, um, cross, well, 720 shove-its. 
cross-footed yeah. 540 impossible this, um this is so I could do wow. stuff like that. Um, um, handstand pogos, one-handed handstand kick flips. Oh wow! Um, wow. And stuff like that of that ilk. Yeah. And you didn't go to the championships because you was too shy. I was too shy, and I had an ingrown toenail. Oh. Right. Which one of those would you say was the more? Oh, <laughs> so <laughs> underestimate ingrown toenails. No, no. They're killers. Mine, mine dug in, and it went septic, and it was horrible. Oh, and I just yeah, they are honestly, horrible. you don't. I mean, it was a horrible, horrible experience. Yeah. Eventually, I had it removed and. And then it just, I don't know. Would you ever get back on a skateboard now just to like have some fun? It's difficult to do it for fun. It's difficult to do it for fun. But yes, I, I would actually. To be, I want, my fantasy is to get a longboard. You know what a longboard is, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, got yeah, one. And they're yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. And you can have big sort yeah. of fat kryptonic wheels, another, another thing, you know, yeah. like soft compound wheels. This is amazing. I'm and, learning so much. And you can, and there, it's a longboard, so you can sort of stand on it and just own it, which is right. great. And, and as and for it, land, that's a land thing. It's but, a, it's oh, sorry, it's got wheels. It's, yeah. yes, yeah. yeah. it's not like, a submarine. No, it's not yes. a submarine. No, no. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to go underwater in one of them, but it's <laughs> great fun. You, I'm, it, it's, I'd recommend it to anyone to have a go. It's very nice, very freeing. It's really good fun. Well, there yeah. we go. Well, Sal Richards, if there's anyone I'd rather be, if I'm being honest, I'd rather be Matt Price at this point. Your life yeah. sounds That's great. I'd be you because I wouldn't have the memories that you've got, but I would have the muscle memory. So I'd get on a longboard. Do you know what I mean? Sounds like, perfect. Yeah. Sounds great. Live, live that life. I'd be the, the Sky Brown of 2023. I mean, I suspect Sky Brown is the Sky Brown of 2023, in all fairness. Yeah, but yeah. we could be our own thing. My English teacher uh, skated with the roller blades, bladed. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. yeah bladed, yeah. yeah. I, bladed it, I can't tell you how much it made her infinitely more amazing in my eyes. Uh, she already yeah. taught my favourite subject, but like, I fancy yeah, her. Yeah. And she was a rollerblader. It was yeah. incredible. Mm. Tony wow. Marshall, what's the point of, what's the point of capital letters? To shout. Wait, what? Oh yeah. That's oh, to, to shout. Yes. To yes. shout in in a written down yeah. context. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I should have shouted that, and then you might. <laughs> <laughs> it was you pulled back on the shout. It was quite sweet. You didn't <laughs> want to actually shout to prove the point. Yeah, to shout things in texts or otherwise in an email. That's quite aggressive. Also, if someone's someone sent me a text from their mum and there was no capital letters, no punctuation, and that was a nightmare to read. Yeah, you couldn't really. tell what she was thinking. Right. You know, she 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 looked crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and a block is it's just a block of writing, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. If you're going to lose one, lose capital letters over the return key. You need the return key. You need yeah. a full stop in your life as well. Quite important. Yeah. The tiniest little things. I like how it works. I just like how it works. A convention, it's a convention. Please just stick to it. Don't abolish them. You do need them. We need to learn from the events. Initially, everything was, um, I'm going to get all Nigel on you, but everything was um, like block capitals until people started writing and it was impractical to write in block capitals. I think I'm right in saying. So that's why lowercase and joined up writing became a thing because you can just do it quicker in practical terms. Verity Jones from Liverpool. If you could have anything named after you, like the wing of a museum, for instance, what would it be? That's really sweet. So not Thanks. the wing of a museum. That's obviously what Verity Jones is interested in. It would be a butterfly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going with the skateboarding theme. And I'll and I tell you why. Yeah. Because I, I was very, very close to being a professional skateboarder. I've got proof on my laptop. And <laughs> what... <laughs> 
What it's done. We can Liz, actually sit. Lou's just joined you know, us having been frozen to laugh I, at that. I, I'm not a diva, but like the production team are in and out and they're lovely yeah. people, but like someone could have brought the laptop in. I'm sorry, you said I could come out of myself you now. You definitely can. I want I'd like my laptop ben, brought into me, please. Would you or you see yeah. you see this oh, water, this is gonna get thrown at the studio and right, I'm not taking right, no right. for an answer. I'm taking everyone oh. hostage, okay? No Stop. one's gonna get hurt to get all Nigel on you, but I wanna I'm sorry about that, but honestly, put, was, don't put this on Instagram. By the way, I don't want it. I was gonna. I was trying to do that hack thing of like pretending yeah. that you were kicking off, but it's oh, a really? visual medium, so oh, everyone could just see yeah. me flailing. Flailing that. <laughs> like, Stop yeah. hearing me. <laughs> we, we, if, if that was a band, the harmonies yeah. weren't great, but we tried. We you did. We about, tried. But nothing wrong with that. No, but I just in in, in, in isolation, it sort of looks like you have Magneto-style superpowers while you're flailing yeah, about. I'm going, oh, ow! Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, I just. Well, I'd like a skateboard. I would have liked to have had a skateboard with my name Im on it. It imagine, would be really imagine, weird to have one now. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to buy it. Imagine if he gets his laptop and brings it in and it's the shittest footage ever. It's Sky Brown. It's some footage of Sky yeah, Brown. Um, do you have Matt's bag in there, Ben? Do you, would you mind bringing that to us? Is that okay? Thank you so much. What, I, was, I was only kidding. What, what's no, 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 bring it. No, bring it. No, no. What, what, what's Sky Brown? What does Sky Brown do? Because I've talked this up now. I, it's been a long time since I've done any skateboarding. Sorry, Lou, to be boasting, but it's just like, what, what does she do? Let's get a skateboard in here. Let's get a skateboard in and see if he's still got his old tricks. You've got it now. If this was a bit, you're welcome to put that bit to rest. If you would like, that, that, the laptop's coming out, right? It's actually a bit. I believe him. I believe him. Oh, I believe yeah, that the footage is there, but whether or not you were planning to get it up on. No, it's coming out. It's, it's coming out. Bless your little cotton socks. I'm That's so great. sorry about this. I feel, I feel like I've, I've come here. I've I turned up. I was. You, you said yourself, dry and self effacing. And what have I done? I've thought, no, I'm not having this. Look at me, skateboard. Hits yeah. the button. Down, 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 down. Oh, this footage, there's footage, right. I'm um, just going to show you now, the best just, way just to, to get your reaction. Thank you. Uh, should we pop it there so, you, so your laptop's nice and comfortable? Yeah. I'm looking at it right now, it's happening. Right, okay, let me describe it in real time. I'm going to describe it to you and to the listeners. It's a skateboard, but what I'm seeing is it be, it's been reappropriated as a, as a pogo stick. So you're bouncing, pogoing while skipping. This sounds like I'm riffing, but I'm, this is what I'm looking at. Matt's... Can I see it? Yeah, right. Can we, yeah. Can we do that? Do you want to play? I'll do that. Around Matt, if you keep talking into the microphone. I hope it's all right, Leo. I'm just nervous. I've got a bit of stage fright now Wait. showing this. So no, no, no. I, I'm not an expert at all. I don't even skateboard. Right, let me just. This is amazing. Oh my God. Look, look at that. What? What? Is that a skateboard? Yes, yes, that's a skateboard. I promise you. Wow. I haven't made this up. I mean, we all, you know, it, it's the wow. truth of it. Yeah. I, is that online anywhere? I want to. No, it's not. Well, although it should be. It I on. do have the footage Pop of me doing on. freestyle, but but the the fantasy is that when I do my next year's Edinburgh show, Peacock, yeah. um, that I'm <laughs> yeah. gonna um, Matt to versus Nigel. Um, yeah. I'm gonna act. The fantasy was to be able to do that again as a middle aged man yeah, to hop yeah, up yeah. and down in time to yeah. my younger self on a skateboard oh, and that's to say wonderful. to my seventeen year old self, "It's okay. You can yeah. just be you." Yeah. That's it. That's I'm, yeah, I've hijacked yeah, yeah, your podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I can't help it. I come in with my attitude. <laughs> now I'm going to smash the door down. That's it. I don't. I'm going to take my laptop. Hear that? And I'm going to chuck it from one side of the room. But then the footage will be lost forever. Skate yeah. really exacerbate it. the situation. S skateboarding is a uh, famously sort of passive sport. Anyway, yeah. it is. I know. So They're all you softies. might need to mix your. Yeah, yeah, you, you will might you be the... mix your ideology up a little bit, young man. <laughs> oh my, yeah. um, but yeah. I would love to see that Edinburgh show. Or do you know what I wanted to do in an Edinburgh show is get a, like a mini skate ramp 
and then do like for my last show but it was too expensive and also I wasn't good enough like it would have looked a bit lacklustre are you still doing it now though are you still doing it I don't go much I'm really crap at skate park roller skating really I'm 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 quite like I look very inelegant and um it takes me quite a long time to get tricks but um I have a nice time you know that's what it's about, I, I, really. I fancy skateboarders. That's my type. So it's quite nice hanging around the Hello. skate park. Hello. Okay. Yeah, I'm in the dad market yeah. now. I'm in the sort of dad market for dad skateboarders. Mark. You know, <laughs> the ones there with their sort of daughter or son. <laughs> hey, do you come here often? <laughs> yes, I'm meeting my wife in five minutes. Okay, cool, cool, The fact that the two of you skate, or have skated in some capacity to a high level makes me feel a little bit left out and I'd like to join the party. So even if I came in with an inaugural sort of self-branded skateboard, that's quite cocky, but I think it would you'd appreciate it, wouldn't you, if I showed up to the yeah. skate park on my first day with a skateboard that had my face and name on it. Absolutely. Yeah. But uh, also, there are accessories. There, there's accessories. <laughs> yeah. and, and you could do accessories. The accessories, yeah. Uh, only the accessories. Like in, like in Friends when Joey has everything Porsche, but no Porsche. That's going to be me. <laughs> you, you could do footwear. Yeah, you could definitely do footwear. Steve Caballero, one of the original Bones Brigade, yeah, yeah, he has yeah, footwear. Yeah, yeah, half cab. So, yeah, so, yeah. so Vans, Vans Caballeros are a thing, half cab. If Vans are listening, I don't know if I'm allowed to mention footwear, we could have <laughs> Vans Jordan Grace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd buy Vans Jordan Grace, wouldn't you? I think we should do it. Why don't Vans? I'm sorry, I'm taking over again. I'm so sorry. It's, it's the sweetness of you coming, coming on and in saying, now. I'm sorry. And I'm just I'm sorry. I don't know if I'm allowed to mention footwear. It's never been. Never been well, said. it's just That's a so thing. Polite. Why aren't Vans sponsoring the Transplaining podcast? I'm serious. It's great footwear, great yeah. podcast, great hosts, yeah. great I'll, guests. I'll, I'll tell you for why. I'll tell you for why. Because she's never done a day skateboarding in her life. So. <laughs> you don't have to do it. You don't have to do it. You've got a certain Steve, presence Ca- about Steve you. Steve Caballero. Steve Caballero did do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, he right. was good, but he's, he's so yeah. 1986. Do you know what I mean? We're talking 2023. <laughs> No, me. It's so 1986. <laughs> if you want a question, transplain, send an email to askjordan at off-script.co.uk. Alternatively, pop your question down in a review section on the Apple Podcast review page. Here's another thing what we do. It's a small question from Lou Sanders. We're, we're moving on quite rapidly now. We're coming to the, the third third of our show. That's how fractions mm-hmm. work. Lou Sanders, do you have a small question for me and Matt Price? And we'll attempt to give you a transplanation. Well, Funny you asked that because the producer just said something in my ear, but I could hear now? him for love nor money. <sighs> and he said something about, does everyone have a price? I think that was it. Does everyone have a price? Does everyone have a price is an excellent small question. Would you like to submit that as your small question? Lisa? I'd, I'd, I'd absolutely <laughs> bloody love to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then me and Matt will attempt to answer it. Does everyone have a price? Right. Um, that could be interpreted in many, many ways. The sum total of your life's achievements. I mean, if you look online, I'm worth, uh, my wife reminds me of all the, all the time, I'm worth five million pounds online. Wow, I'd like to nice. see a little bit of that money. That would be nice. Yeah. Wow. Um, so it's, it's, it's four million, isn't it? In the end, it's top of your head. This would be a fun way of doing it. Well, how's about we'll give each other an amount of money, budget, uh, a value. What we'll for? Just, but just what subscribe for? A, a human value to each other. What we, if everyone's got a what? price, What's our price? You can start with me. I'll oh, go first. What's it, what, what, what's it a price for, though? I will give your producer 50 quid if he phones Vans right now. <laughs> right, so, for example, my producer's time is worth uh, £50. On uh, my money, I'm <laughs> serious. Everyone's got their price. I think he's mouth 60. Sorry to bring you into it, but I'm just saying, isn't it? 
Yeah, you're right. So, Lou, are you posing the fact that um, there needs to be some sort of uh, like a transaction in place? Everyone has a certain price to do a certain thing. Well, okay, okay. Here we go. Here yeah, we go. Yeah, Let's yeah. put it in a in an in a kind of example. Yeah. Like, say that you you got offered to do an advert for something immoral, like for me, McDonald's, or because they get rid of rainforest and I'm supposed to be vegan. Sure. A lot of the time, I'm vegetarian, mm. but don't worry about that. Um, or oil or something like that. Like what? what would you do it for? for? For McDonald's, I probably would do a McDonald's advert for a million pounds. Wow, okay. Because well, at yeah. that point, I'm like... Because oh. you could do quite a, good, a lot of good with a million pounds. And good. I wouldn't. And that's the thing, I'd say I would. <laughs> but I wouldn't. That's <laughs> so honest, I respect that. Yeah. yeah. Let's be honest, because that is the, the trend at the moment. I think a couple of years ago, I would have probably been quite cheap in that respect. I'd have, I'd have taken their money. Now, realising how much... I suddenly got quite a lot of money out of the old career and it's not made me that much happier i don't think i'd be so quick to bite their hands off i think i'd turn down a lot more definitely how much what, what are you saying oh well a life-changing amount of money enough money to buy and sell a company we're would going be to need a price right i need Jordan. to well then i'm going to need to learn maths if you need to, if you need a price <laughs> i need maths because i don't know what anything's worth a billion well, yeah, a billion yeah. you've got that's crazy well, you needed a number, Lisa Anders, and I'm a crazy, yeah. crazy kind of gal. Um, Matt Price. All right, so, okay, so as an example, what are we posing to Matt then, Lou? Let's, uh, what would be Matt's okay, price so to... Okay, so what is your worst company? Oh, right. Like, what's your worst what's company? What's the company? <laughs> Not We know you love Vans. Vans is up there. I, I had to bite my tongue. I'll tell you the real worst company is after we do this. Okay. Um, what's the fun placeholder worst company <laughs> the, 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 um i uh who, fans at the moment to yeah, be honest with you the yeah, yeah they're sponsor yeah, the podcast yeah right so to, but how much would you to, to do an advert for vans then whatever the amount is i, I think it's fair to say you're going to get a van, a couple of vans thrown in definitely on top of it you're going to get a pair of vans you so, might get a t-shirt as well yeah i'll be honest with you if anyone's listening from vans i'll probably do it for free <laughs> i feel bad saying that but I just, I just want a bit of publicity, to be honest with you. This is, yeah. I mean, I'm delighted to be here today, but I'm doing an Edinburgh show and I just want people to come to it because it's actually really good. And I just, I don't yeah. want to be, I'm in Reading tonight doing a gig and there's nothing wrong with Reading. And Jordan, prior to the to this, you said to me, you're doing a wedding. And I thought, no, that would be a step up. Yeah, I thought Matt came in and said oh, he was wow. doing a, a, a corporate mm. wedding. And I behaved yeah. like that is what you told me until you said it was Reading. So I'm cheap, I'll, I'll do stuff for free. And in terms of integrity... To be honest with you, I would like to think that I won't sell out, but at some point maybe I will. But I wouldn't go out my way to ever hurt anybody or anything like that because that's just not our role. Yeah. Right. Okay. So you can't put a price. How much on to that. hurt? Big someone. bucks. Okay, big bucks. How much to hurt someone? How much to oh. hurt someone? What What's happening? Is it a finger we lock off, or <laughs> is it even? A, you even, know what I mean? Even less than that. Finger's still attached, but with that finger, right. you have to. Um, there's a really sensitive oh. bit in the middle of the nose. Just flick someone really hard on that, on the felt cr oh, fulcrum. Oh, is that it? Is that it? Is that it? <laughs> but, they are, that. but they're three years old. It's a child yeah, and you flick them really hard. A hundred grand, probably 50 grand. And I buy them a great present after and say, look, I had to do that to get you this. Yeah, I'll, I'll explain when you're older. I had, I had yeah. to flick you. Yeah. This was all for the common good. This That's was great. I'd probably, do it for ten, I'd probably do it for 10 grand. You're joking me. Sure, and share it with the kids, presumably. I wouldn't hurt any children no. whatsoever, Emma. 
not ever. That's the correct answer. Not flick, not what they a flick on the nose? A kid can handle that. It make him stronger. A flick on the nose. I'm doing that for five grand. I'm up for a punch you're in the talk, face. You're talking yourself down and down and down <laughs> without any contention. If anyone, if, <laughs> if anyone wants, I'm just trying to be real. Yeah. If anyone wants to give me five grand for flicking a kid <laughs> on the nose. I'll do that to my goddaughter. <laughs> okay, so wow. for balance, we've got a lovely advert uh, for Matt's show this year, as seen on CCTV, oh. and we've got you flicking a kid's nose for five grand. We're putting those things out yeah. into the universe and a little bit of sponsorship from Vans for me. That's what we're asking for. Yeah. That's what we want to try and That's all we're asking for. It's So a price. A price. Does everyone have a price? I, th- I suppose really at this point, the only person without a price is Matt, and I find that quite endearing. I would I do an advert for McDonald's? Uh, maybe if there was enough money, but I I don't know. I yeah. Don't know if I would have never had any money, and also as well, you said money doesn't make you happy, and so I'm going to learn by your personal experience and go. say no, I wouldn't sell out and do an advert. Not that I judge anyone who does, but I'm but no. I'm going to say you can't learn from history. Well, I'm learning from your history. My you're immediate telling, history, my yeah, short term. You're history. telling me that you've oh. earned some dough and it hasn't made you happy. Then that's fine. I'm skint. I'm going to steal someone's sandwich later on. Matt, I I'll was give skint you... for years, yeah. and I read yeah. two books, and they really helped. Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and It's Not Your Money, and they really helped. Oh, cool. I'll remember them. That's the kind of nourishment that the listeners need after they've heard mm. me get all jealous about skateboarding. Well, this is good. Because, this is, they've got a bit of everything. Because yeah. I just I, I stress out when people don't have money because I was skint for years but it's the conditioning that you get from your parents when you're younger like a lot of it is like oh we're never going to have any money it's not people like us or whatever mm. and that conditioning you take on and it's not really fair because then all the kids that go to like private school and stuff are getting the opposite conditioning so then we have to recondition like what we tell ourselves and stuff because money is just an energy like anything else I mean hard to say that to uh, someone in a war-torn country <laughs> just manifest it <laughs> <laughs> Sure, mountains and molehills, but molehills, we're still allowed to honour our own molehills. Champagne problems are still problems. These are all platitudes that sort of mean nothing to some people, but um, it's all right. Better to to have loved. Better to have had a bit of money and lost it on a good night out than never to have had any money at all. Lou Sanders, do you feel sufficiently transplained to by myself and Matt Price on that respect? respect? Oh, I I absolutely do, yeah. Well, that's good because that was the point of the entire exercise (laughs) that's wonderful um let's do a little bit of talking about the two of you let's plug some things that would be nice thank you so much to lou and matt for joining me find out more about lou at lousanders.com your book what's that lady doing is out mid-august and i'm sure uh, you could pre-order it now is that right can people yeah i mean i don't update my website so don't bother looking there but um... about that it's a book (laughs) it's not supposed to hold it in your hands Uh... not on a screen I'm on Twitter and Instagram, but yeah, my book is out 17th of August. I'm very excited about that. That's um, wonderful. You are on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Lou Sanders on Twitter mm-hmm. and Lou Lee Sanders on Instagram. Check out Cuddle Club wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, the book coming out in August. Wonderful. Is there anything else that you'd like to talk about while we're here? We can cut around. Oh, no, no. Just yeah. thank The you flick for thing, your time. is that still on the table? The uh... That's on the table. Yeah, get in touch if you want me to um, flick Lick. my goddaughter's nose for £5,000. <laughs> I swear that's gone down again, but fine. <laughs> like you just don't, don't sell yourself short, Lou Sanders. It's gonna work. It's gonna work. <clears throat> Follow Matt Price at Matt Price Comedian on Instagram and Matt Price Comic on Twitter, and check out his Edinburgh show as seen on CCTV at Just the Tonic during August. That the whole month you're gonna be there. That that's the whole month I'm gonna be there. Yeah, come in the first half because I'll be tired by the second. Do you recall, <sighs> do you recall, we'll we'll put it on the link, but do you recall the the time of day that you? Oh, oh absolutely no. Yeah. 
it's it's six twenty at um, just the tonic, the caves, just the spare one. It's a church pew room. I've been in there. I've seen it. I saw. Is it a show. all right? It's all right. It's quite nice. I saw Tom Mayhew. I saw a show, oh, a show about oh, things right. in there. Yeah. Oh, I like him. Um, and I was yeah. in the I was in the uh, whatever the big room is called. It's called the fancy room. It did not require such a big room. It was my, early in my career. We oversold and I, I undersold, oversold okay. me as a person, undersold on tickets. Well, I did not need that room. Oh, that's a great room. You're going to have a great time. And as will the people that come to see you. If you have something you want asked on the show, email askjordan at off-script.co.uk or, uh, or pop your question in the iTunes review section. Do rate, review and subscribe too. Transplaining is an off-script production produced by Ben Backhouse and executive producer Louise Berry. Matt Price, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you very much. Have I a great editor, but you're so lovely. It's really, really nice. Thank you. So are you. I've enjoyed this. I, I genuinely appreciate it's it. It's really lovely. Yeah, it's nice, nice to get to people together. Lou Sanders, thank you so much. The only Thanks shame so is that you're in a square and not here with us, but I still feel a connection with you <laughs> via the medium of a square. Yeah, thank you so much. Nice to see you both. Nice thank you to for see joining you us. Though. That was the podcast. It's done now, and that is the end of it. <laughs> <laughs>